it is Wednesday, December 20, 2023. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. For me, it's always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Believe the gospel. It is God's power to salvation. That is the only way that you're going to go to heaven. There's a lot of people who are going to go to hell, and we'll talk about some of them today, unless they repent. Before I do that, I want to start with Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5. Let me eat this for five. All right. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. I don't know. I mean, I've met President Trump one time. I don't know him personally. I've shaken his hand. I've taken a picture with him. I don't know him personally. I don't know how he thinks. There are a lot of people who politically agree with me or would be very close to my political agreements. Political conservatives, pro-America, make America great again, America first, that type of stuff. And a lot of people presume to know what President Trump thinks. He's part of a secret plan, military in control, businessman, self-made, multi-billionaire, loves America. But it's this secret stuff that people can't prove that I believe is being used against them to, to keep them docile and inactive, but also preventing them from deconstructing bad thoughts. Today, Lord permitting, I would like to deconstruct bad thoughts. I want to direct your attention to the kill shot notice that's going to be there, presumably for the future, ostensibly I should say for the future. The idea there is that people need to get to the fundamental law and tell the Supreme Court to get back to the fundamental law because what's going on in this nation is widespread, rampant lawlessness. And after decades of being trained to be information consumers, our power politics is based on entertainment and headlines are making us whiplashing watching all the different squirrels. As a result of this, most people are not returning to fundamentals. Most people aren't responding. I shouldn't say most people, because that's a generalization. Many people see the headlines and whiplash. Many people see what happened with COVID and think that because that's over, let's, let's forget the lessons from it. Forget the lawless lockdowns. Forget the dangerous jabs and the bioweapons. Forget the fact that most of the people that are still in office today were willing to destroy your way of life to get you to obey. But because the headlines don't include COVID anymore, people just kind of moved on. That short attention span is being manipulated. And I think today is no different. So I want to take those two ideas, what President Trump thinks, how he thinks, and the short attention span. You take those two things together and you put them together. Not to say Trump has a short attention span, but you take America's trained short attention spans and you take their propensity to presume that they know how people think or what people are thinking and we're going to put them together today, Lord permitting, as we talk about removing President Trump from the Colorado ballot by the Supreme Colorado Supreme Court yesterday. Before that, I'd like to direct your attention and please ask you to sign up at patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. Support American manufacturing, save money, household goods, direct product purchase delivered right to your door. Private association, you can cancel anytime, no hassle, no extra fees. It's the greatest way that you can actually help me, my family, the ministry that I do herein, which if anything that I say or give, which is all for free, um, if there's a way that you want to change your shopping, help American manufacturing, and help Jaron out, that's a good way to do it, patriotswitch.com slash Jaron. I want to speak briefly about being removed from this ballot. Very first time in American history, a state Supreme Court, really anybody, has been used to move people off the ballot. It happened during the Civil War 
when Abraham Lincoln was removed off the ballot of 10 states. But this is different. This is weaponizing these courts, I believe, if you've listened to me for many amount of time, after I have learned and am still learning from my mentor in the law, Dave Jose, at Real, at Real Dave Cares for You on Twitter, the fundamental law is necessary and it's what people don't learn. It's what has been hidden. And there's a verse in the Bible, Luke 11:52, that speaks about that when Jesus says, Woe unto you lawyers, for you've hidden the key of knowledge. People who are shrewd, who want to be in charge, change the words and hide the authors so that people don't read it. And then they don't train you or teach you how to learn. And so they don't train you or teach you how to realize that what the, the way that you think is not effective. And so you continue to do the same thing over and over. And I would like to, before we get to the Trump portion, just go over a couple ideas where people are outright in the open telling you that they're doing something stupid and wrong. Here is my first example. This is a U.S. Senator from uh, Kansas speaking about the fact that, well, to write a bill about banking, he's going to have to go to the bankers and ask the bankers what the bankers think should be in the bill about writing legislation about banking. Watch this. Senator Warren and I have authored the Digital Asset Anti-Money Laundering Act that represents a step in the right direction. Again, I think that this is a light touch. The first thing we did is we went to the American Bank Association and said, help us craft this. And I don't know if you saw Senator Warren's uh, hearing with Jamie Dimon yesterday, but Mr. Dimon said basically in his opinion, crypto was only a tool for criminals. Um, and I think, again, it's that light touch by, by, uh, by the federal government as opposed to a heavy touch as well. That's about all I know about crypto. Yeah, now I'm not a big crypto guy. I think there's a lot of problems in the sense that, um, you know, court, if, if your money was private and no one could access it, whenever you wrong people and there's a court of justice that says that you owe them remedy or equity or recompense, you could totally not do it because there's no access to it. So there, I, there, I've got to think through that, and I haven't. So that's just my first thoughts on that. But this is a U.S. senator telling you that he's going to the bankers to ask the bankers what the bankers want to put in the legislation to help the bankers safeguard against cryptocurrency, which is an alternative and thereby competitor to them and their fiat currency. Right? A lot of this is about money. But there's another type of rug pull. And that's the fact that, well, the U.S. Daily Mail, or the U.K. Daily Mail, said that over 170 of Jeffrey Epstein's high-profile associates will be named in court documents set to be unsealed in the first days of 2024. That's by Daniel Bates. He wrote that yesterday. Do you really believe that they're going to unveil the names of Epstein's client list? See, I think that this is published knowing that they'll never disclose the names, not until someone gets an orifice that actually understands it and, and does it themselves. But this is a rug pull. This is, is moving goalposts. It's dangling bait. It's, it's Lucy in the football. This is the type of squirrel-focused, leapfrogging, short attention span exploitation going on by our media, and it happens all the time. Let me give you one more. Memes. Memes are an example of this. This meme right here. This meme right here says, how to be free. And on one side, you've got vote harder. And then the middle, the shortest um, staircase is change of the people. And then the one with the, the, you know, the ladder, he's got the shortest uh, stack of steps, but he was the one smart enough to get a ladder and he was the one to climb up. And now he's sitting there all prissy and pompous and he's got his umbrella. Right, produce solutions without government permission. Now, on first look, I like this because I don't like people voting harder. We'll get to that whenever we speak about President Trump. This other part about changing other people is the presumption that you can just win people over. And then there's this other idea that's produce solutions without government permission. Now, hold on. Now, the, the, the issue that I got here is that we created government. So government isn't creating walls for us, for us to go over. We created government, and if there's walls, we smash them. 
So when you have the presentation of ideas, this idea presumes that government is an authority. It, it completely looks at the fact that government is the one that's in control, and that's just not the case. When we look at what the law says, we understand very clearly that people created government. And we'll get into that, Lord willing, here in a second, when we talk, start talking about elections on an explain sketch. Now, another part of this is you have to understand that this is the way that we've been trained. It's either the power politics, where it's an us versus them, and so we have to be rivalrous in our application and pursuit of power. Or we are, um, you know, mis miseducated to where when we think we know secrets, Epstein's client list, child sex trafficking, the Masons, when we look at this, we'll say, well, when they disclose the names, then we'll get them. What would you do? What would you do if you had the Epstein's client list? Because there's people that think that they have Epstein's flight log, and there's people that see names that are on Epstein's flight log. What have they done with it? Do they know how to prosecute the case? With the people that were connected to Epstein, should they have been doing those things, and I believe that they were, should they have been doing those evil things against children and other people, don't you think that they don't also have lawyers that, are, that aren't connected and educated with how to defend statutes and case law and those types of things? Don't you think that they also wouldn't have the ability to preserve the power that they've taken from so many people? And if you had these lists, what would you do about it? Someone in chat today asked about the Colorado uh, Supreme Court. Can't we send notice and affidavit? Yes. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I, and I guess this is where I, you know, I don't take umbrage, but this is where I want to caveat that it's looking at this, it's looking at the headline as though it's a squirrel. This headline of taking Trump off the ballot reflects a genuine evil and lawlessness in our nation. But the headline itself is a rug pull. It is a squirrel. It is an attention getter. Not to say that it's not important. But if literally every headline we get is important, then none of them are important. And so if we look at what's happening in, in Colorado and our response is, well, let's go do something about it. Okay, but don't you recognize that that's, that's someone setting the timetable. That's someone setting the conditions. That is someone's, um, uh, what, what's it called, uh, tempo. You are responding to someone else's tempo. I don't want to respond to someone else's tempo. I have, I've mentioned the kill shot notice. The link is in the description below. This is the kill shot notice. The people going to the Supremes, telling the Supremes to tell everybody else, you guys need to start telling people the truth. You need to start saying these things were done unlawfully. These things are, are, are needing to happen. You have to go to the very foundation of these issues. Which is the fact that a lot of these people in government, a lot of these people in business, a lot of these people doing these things, are, you know, have have attorneys talking bad law in their in their ears. This is not a you know a, a castigation on all attorneys. My father was an attorney. It's the fact that if people have bad knowledge, the perpetuation of that bad knowledge has to be ignored while we understand what's real. And when we understand what's real, we advance real regardless of what the people with bad knowledge do. And so if there are, uh, and we'll get into this in a second, but if the Supreme Court in Colorado threw off and prevented Donald Trump's name from getting on the ballot because of the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, Section 3, there, there's a there's a lot of fundamentals that are just people just blow right by. They just blow right by it, and that's that's irresponsible. So I want to, Lord willing, do my part and be responsible. I want to direct your attention to humblewb.coffee. Humblewb.coffee. Air roasted coffee is better than drum roasted coffee. Drum roasted coffee is 99% of coffees. They put the bean in a metal drum, they spin it around and set it on fire. They make it smoky and gritty and, and metally, and there's flakes in there, so you always end up spitting it out. And then they gotta load it up with a bunch of fake stuff. To the contrary, 1% of coffees, the elite coffees, are air roasted, which is the, the bean is roasted on a perfectly tempered, temperatured cushion of air. 
never touches the hot metal surface and it's not loaded up with a bunch of fake stuff. You get that directly delivered to you at humblewb.coffee, humblewb.coffee. I want to start with a clip that I played yesterday. This is Steve Baker. Now, if you watched my jurisdictional uh, explain sketch from yesterday, Steve Baker is a journalist who was told by the FBI that he has to turn himself in or there's going to be a SWAT team. And whenever he brought this up, the lady that was interviewing him asked a very brilliant question. And we analyzed this yesterday, but I just want to piggyback because the jurisdictional issues that we spoke about yesterday come in play here with President Trump being removed from Colorado's ballot. Go ahead. Wow. But if they're telling you to turn yourself in without cause, they're not saying what you're going to be charged with. Have you talked to your lawyer about your rights? Like, do you really have to turn yourself in if they're not even saying why? Well, it's either turn myself in or I, I end up with a SWAT team at my door. It's not It's not much more complicated. Yeah, no, it is. Um, it, it's not more complicated, but that's a false dilemma. It's, it's a false dilemma. The man doesn't know the law. He's trusting on his attorneys. He's paying his attorneys who are commercial actors. And the attorneys are taught in law schools that teach statutes, rules, and case law and not the fundamental law. The, the specific issue yesterday, and we, we covered this all day yesterday, is the due process of law, where the, the constitutional protections of due process of law, must someone must first be told and heard before they can be judged, right? And so if you're using a statute, you're using a statute that presumes guilt. So if you're being charged with a crime by statutory uh, provision, the presumption is guilt a priori. Like before anything else is argued, the presumption is guilt, and that's, that's unlawful. It's a freaking hoax. But I want to shift now to President Trump. This is what President Trump responded to in Iowa last night whenever he was told that he's off the ballot in Colorado. Here is President Trump. It's no wonder crooked Joe Biden and the far left lunatics are desperate to stop us by any means necessary. They are willing to violate the U.S. constitutions at levels never seen before in order to win this election. Joe Biden is a threat to democracy. It's a threat. They're weaponizing law enforcement for high-level election interference because we're beating them so badly in the polls. Yeah, again, my bias is for President Trump, but he's absolutely wrong on the law. And if his attorneys are telling them this stuff, I mean, I this is where I started off with because I don't know President Trump perfectly, and I, I don't know anyone perfectly, I guess, but uh, because I don't know Trump personally, I don't know how he, how he thinks. Now, either A... He's part of an uber-duber super military operation, at which point he's complicit with all the other rights violations that are ongoing. There's no other way to look at it. If you're part of a military operation that's currently in charge, and the military's currently in charge of everything, then all the bad things and the lawlessness that's going on, all the people being raped, all the illegals coming in the border, the people having been murdered, all those types of things, the money to Ukraine, all these things, you are complicit because you're in charge of it. That's what it means to be responsible. If you're responsible, for, so if he's responsible for it, he's committing mass treason. Now, I don't believe that because I don't think President Trump took the machines when he was commanded to. When it was made known to President Trump that he should take the machines back in 2020, this is what Dave Jose and his group did at Real Dave Cares For You on Twitter, he did not take the machines. The lawyers in the room, Bill Barr, Sidney Powell amongst others, told him he can't take the machines. So he didn't. He trusted lawyers. I'm under that theme for President Trump. I believe President Trump trusts lawyers because President Trump doesn't know the fundamental law, just like most Americans. Now, this is me not trying to insult President Trump. At some point, you have to understand you can't keep putting your trust in people that are failing you. And we'll get into who is actually representing him uh, here shortly, but I believe he's being fleeced. And I believe that people who are close to President Trump recognize this man is popular. The majority of America wants him as president. But there are very shrewd players that will be able to finagle their way to get close to him. And I believe the express vulnerability is that of attorneys. Because if every American thinks that they have to have an attorney to win in court, then they're going to bank on that. That's where their authority is. And if their authority is, well, I need to win in court, where's the attorneys to go do stuff? That's where, they'll, where they will go, and that is where the vulnerability is. 
the flank, the, the most vulnerable flank for President Trump or anybody else in power is their attorneys. Because if people don't know the law, they're going to be like, well, I'm getting sued. I don't know what to do. And the very first thing they're going to do is Google attorneys and they're going to hope and pray that it's somebody that is uh, politically aligned with them. I think this is folly. I also think that President Trump calling America a democracy is shameful. We're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. And for a man who's smart and intelligent, this, these, are, these are the left's tropes. We're not a democracy. So to call yourself a democracy is to be doubling down on Democrat talking point, which is wrong. The other thing that I don't like about this is that, well, you may be up in the polls, but if the freaking cheat machines are still in play, how do you know that you have an efficacious vote? If they can just clickety-clack on a computer board and switch votes because that's what the software allows for, even though they say it doesn't, well, then switching votes is able to be stealing elections regardless if 100% of the people vote for President Trump. This is why they stagger that process with early voting. This is why they stagger that process with mass, mass mail-in ballots. They look at the people who vote on election day in person because those people are trying to minimize the cheat. But what they actually do is they come up with exigent circumstances or broken pipelines or whatever. And they say, well, we just can't count. It's that common core math. We can't count the ballots as much. We can't count them as fast. And then, then they realize, okay, this many people came in to vote for President Trump. Clickety-clack the computers. Oh, here's how many ballots we have that are 97% for Joe Biden. Good thing we found them and we counted all of them perfectly. And if, if people don't actually take a step back and look at this and say, what are the laws that make this stuff work? How, how do you get to this system? I guess the point is, if you're always trusting the experts, isn't it to the experts' advantage to com control you and manipulate you and lie to you? And if these experts are experts on words, lawyers on words, don't you think that they couldn't twist these words to freaking lie to you? To continue to keep their control? And how many people do you think are Patriot MAGA America First attorneys and they ain't saying anything. They're not telling President Trump, hey, uh, that uh, petition, the one we'll look at here in a second, that petition called you an insurrectionist, sir. That entity that's a nonprofit filed a petition without swearing to evidence. It worked its way up to the Colorado Supreme Court. They took you off the ballot for something that you haven't been proved that you are. Is... Is, is, where are the MAGA attorneys? Where are the America first, make America great again, pro-Trump, Republican, conservative, Christian attorneys? And then you would probably find some. My father was one. Uh, you'd probably find some and they'd be like, well, I, you know, I'm not an expert in election law. And therein is the inset baked um, mind ninja for lawyers. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real estate attorney. I'm not an elections attorney. I, 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 don't, I don't know about that. That's because they teach them case law and rules and statutes. So if there's like a bazillion statutes and you're a real estate attorney, you don't know the statutes for election law. So you're going to be like, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing good on, on real estate because that's what I do. And so they've, the, the, the law schools have baked in this overly complex need to be an expert. And so you find an attorney and they're like, well, I'm not that type of an attorney. I'm, I'm actually over here, this type of attorney. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Well, that sucks. Do you know any constitutional lawyers? Do you know any constitutional attorneys? If attorneys are learning the law, aren't all attorneys therefore constitutional lawyers because the law is the constitution? How, how are you an attorney and not a constitutional lawyer? How do you know the law, but you don't know the constitution? See, these are the types of questions that are just basic and plain that people need to be thinking. But if we've been trained to not ask questions, to not think, or if we've been trained not to turn the guns on ourselves and be like, am I thinking right? Is my, is my thought process good? This is why when the Bible says prove all things, it, it's a command. Prove all things is one of the ways that you guard your heart.
If something doesn't stack with scripture, you say, hold on, let me find this in the Bible. Oh, here's where God says you're a freaking hoax. Get the, you know, get out of here. Now I want to, I want to do something else because that's uh, President Trump's response. I want to point out General Flynn. General Flynn, who a lot of people believe, uh, you know, is an intel guy that's part of the super secret uh, Q movement, and he's in on it. This is what he wrote to this morning on Telegram. For all those on Team America, and by the way, I, 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 I'm, I like Flynn. I don't, I'm not against him. Uh, for all those on Team America, what happened in Colorado is not simply more election interference. We are well past stealing or rigging elections. The left have proved they're masters at that. Again, it's a power epistemology. I disapprove and uh, don't like the left-right uh, frame. This is the communist left taking their coup up uh, to another level. They will stop at nothing until Trump, his family, and America as a constitutional republic are destroyed. Amen. God bless you, uh, General Flynn. What they are implementing that started in earnest November 2016 is their version of Build Back Better. Now, people who are Anons and people who follow Q and people that think that there's a super uber duper military operation, they will hear this and think dog whistle. These are dog whistles. These dog whistles are now being used and it's actually hurting people. I'll show you. I'm very serious about this. This, this is where there will be comms. There, there will be people who hear this from General Flynn and think, gotcha, we're good, military's in control, we're all going to be good, everyone's going to be get mode, there's going to be a ton of stuff. I used to think like this following the military because what was being done didn't make sense. And then after President Trump left and I found out the fundamental law, I realized the military's always supposed to be in tight subjection to, to civil authorities. So why would the military ever be able to tell the civil authorities what to do if the civil authorities are always in charge of the military? And when that makes sense, you're like, well, the military is not in control. Amen. No, it's not. Which is why General Flynn is literally saying, I'm very serious about this. But there will be people who say that that's comms. Everything's well in hand. We're all good which is just another version of sit back, enjoy your popcorn, don't do anything. He continues. Listen to what those WEF leaders have been saying about for many years now. At the, folks, about this point, I'm not interested in WEF. I don't really care. They, they are international globalist thugs. They're not the freaking cops down the street that are going to take your kids because some caseworker said, hey, we're going to take your kids because you have dirty dishes in your sink. I mean, at some point, you have to limit the scope of your orientation and say, what is affecting me now? The headlines of Donald Trump being removed from Colorado ballot, that's not good. That's unlawful. It's evil. But if you're not in Colorado, what other things could you be fighting in your foxhole now? Because when you recognize that that headline, if it marshals the support... That's a whack-a-mole, folks. That's whack-a-mole. That's not how you govern. This is not how you how you lead a nation. That's not how you build a bloodline. That's not how you train your children. You don't do things whack-a-mole. There's evil, smash. There's evil, smash. You do things by I'm advancing truth. And when evil comes into conflict with me, we crush them. I'm not going to go all over the place. Because going all over the place is one of the ways you fatigue the righteous workers. But the righteous workers need to be diligent, hand on the plow, and just go. I'll end with this and we'll go over. Uh, there's a meme that says, please, SCOTUS, please let us be able to vote for our God King. Now, of course, this is a satirical, anti-Trump motivated meme making fun of him, calling him the God King. Trump is not the God King. There are people that are absolutely enamored with him where he can do no wrong. And I think they're wrong. But this gets at the idea that it's like, please, SCOTUS, please give us the power. May it, may it pray, I pray to the court. May it please the court. I pray to the court. This is stupid. This is a freaking hoax. This ain't the law. Now, the last little thing that I'll say before we roll the rock is the people that filed the petition were the citizens for responsibility and ethics in Washington. The people that are, are, are filing this, this is crew. That guy right there, Norm L. Eisen, that guy is a former CIA operative 
who is responsible for writing the book called The Playbook, in which he detailed how the CIA would use color revolutions, media to propagate a message, paid thugs to rile up uh, localized um, lawlessness, and then they would create the conditions for the, author for the government to smash the localized paid insurrectionists, and that would be propagated as, look at this authoritarian regime. So now that they've done that to America, and they did that in 2020 against President Trump, by the way, so now this dude, I believe, is in the next phase, and that's using lawfare. The next phase of getting Trump off the ballot is to deprive the nationalist movement, the populist movement, of its champion. And this is the vulnerability because the people that support President Trump or politically agree with him or want America to survive or don't want the godlessness of globalism, we look at this and we say, well, President Trump's got to get in there. Well, but okay, okay, I don't agree with, I don't disagree with that, but why not learn how the whole thing works and see what you can do about it? Why not learn how to assert your rights? Why not learn how the frame of government works? If I can get to this um, screen right here, this is the website, this is Crew, this is the, uh, what's it called? Where are they at? The Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. And it's led by a dude named Norm Eisen. You click on Norm Eisen and what was he? Right? He was uh, the co-counsel for House Judiciary Committee during the first impeachment of President Donald J. Trump in 2020. He's a freaking Obama guy. He's, a, he's an Obama guy. He's also not a Christian. Let's put it that way. Uh, so this non-Christian is leading the opportunity uh, against President Trump. And this is how he's tackling him. And he's got a scalp. He's got a scout because the Colorado Supreme Court declares Donald Trump is ineligible for the White House. Now, let's jump into this for a little bit, right? Let's uh, jihad this. This is a divided Colorado Supreme Court on Tuesday declared former President Trump ineligible for the White House under the U.S. Constitution's insurrection clause and removed him from the state's presidential primary ballot, setting up a likely showdown in the nation's highest court to decide the front runner for the GOP nomination can remain in the race. Now, let's just go to what the Constitution says. This is the U.S. Constitution, Amendment 14. We go down here to Section 3. It says, quote, Section 3 says, No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer to the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof, but Congress shall or may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. Now, clearly the 14th Amendment was in the aftermath of the Civil War. This was definitely angled to and purposed at uh, you know, reintegrating people back into the Union. The, um, the, the, the 14th Amendment is setting the condition that no one who had previously sworn an oath to the Constitution and then joined the, um, uh, the Confederacy to fight against the United States can then come back and take an office in the United States. But look at here, because this is a lot of words, let's focus on this. Shall have uh, engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, which means you can't go against the Constitution, right? You can't be someone who has warred against the Constitution after swearing an oath to the Constitution. The problem here is that President Trump hasn't been convicted of conducting an insurrection. And this is where this entire thing falls on its face. If you're using the law, if you're using the Constitution, the Constitution literally says, cannot, you know, it, it ha have been engaged or in or rebellion against the same. This has to be proved. How do I know that has to be proved? Well, if you go to, uh, if we just go back to the amendments in the U.S. Constitution, right? Go to your Bill of Rights. Look at this, Amendment 5. No person, right? Answer, right? But you also have 
nor be deprived of life, liberty, property without the due process of law. You have constitutional due process of law, which means that President Trump can't be held in the law as someone who has uh, committed an insurrection or an insurrectionist or have given aid or comfort to the enemy because he has never been convicted in a court of a record in a, a court of record um, of being an insurrectionist. I mean, like this this is just plain. This is just plain. Like, that's how easy this is. You go to the petition. This is the, excuse me, this is the petition. This is the petition by crew. Let me, let me do this. This is the petition by crew that they filed to do this. Now look at this. Or, you know, opening brief of petitions. First of all, if I scroll all the way down to the bottom, this isn't even sworn under oath respectfully submitted freaking attorneys attorney one attorney two attorney three and all these other people these these people these are counsel for petitioners right the, the, these are attorneys petitions this is not even sworn under penalty of perjury this is one month ago these attorneys filed papers that's it commercial actors now think about this llc right there that's a limited liability corporation that's a commercial entity KBN Law, LLC, Limited Liability Corporation. That's a that's an entity. That's a commercial operation. Turney Lawrence Styles LLC, Limited Liability Company. That's a corporation. That's a commercial entity. So you have three commercial entities that are participating and filing petitions, not under oath, in the uh, Colorado State Supreme Court to do what? To get President Trump removed from the ballot. Commercial actors just got the Colorado Supreme Court to remove President Trump, right? But let's go down to what they say. What do they actually say? Oh, let's let's go to the let's go to this petition. This is the uh, the brief, right? The brief, the brief. Because attorneys write so much crap. Look at this, sixty-seven pages. This is sixty-seven pages long. This is nine pages long. You could kill this with one sentence. You could kill this with one sentence. That is, please take notice, President Donald John Trump has never been convicted in a court of record uh, of being an insurrectionist. This petition presumes guilt, which is unconstitutional. You should immediately um, throw out this case, you know, get rid of the case, right? Look at this. Did the district court commit reversible error in ruling that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which disqualifies people who engage in insurrection against the Constitution after taking oath to support the Constitution, does not apply to presidents who engage in insurrection or to insurrectionists wanting to be president? You notice the subtle distinction here? The subtle distinction is that they're not trying to prove or disprove Trump as an insurrectionist. The issue is that they're saying, did the court, did the district court make a mistake by saying that the the 14th Amendment doesn't apply uh, doesn't apply to people that are being considered insurrectionists and and wanting to be president, these people are freaking shrewd dealers. And now look at this: these are President Trump's lawyers. President Trump's lawyers: Gessler Blue LLC, Limited Liability Company. That's a commercial entity. Dillon Law Firm Incorporated. Right. This incorporated. That's a commercial entity, right? Melito Law Firm. Well, that's uh, that's never mind. That's Republican State Central Committee represented by LLC, PC, PA, right? Uh, where are you at? Um, these are all entities. None of these are people. None of these uh, entities have rights. Now let's go to the Colorado Constitution, Article Two. If we go to the Article Two Colorado Constitution, this says Section One. All political power is invested and derived from the people, not entities, not LLCs, not PAs, not PP, not PLLCs. People, all government of right. This means that if you are going to have righteous government, it has to come from the people. And it's of right. It originates from the people, is founded upon their will only, and is instituted solely for the good of the whole. But yet you've got a bunch of commercial entities. President Trump is paying them. Uh, the freaking crew people are paying them. The state of uh, Colorado is has their own attorneys. These commercial, these commercial actors are destroying the justice system. 
right? Here's the next one. This is Article 2, Colorado Constitution, Section 2. The people of this state have the sole and exclusive right of governing themselves. Hey, Coloradoans, your Colorado State Supreme Court just declared President Trump is ineligible for the White House. Your Bill of Rights, Article 2, excuse me, Article, yeah, Article 2, Section 2, says that you guys have the sole and exclusive right of governing yourselves as a free, sovereign, independent. Let's go down these one by one. Free. Do you think you are free if your elections are molested by all the, these uh, corporate actors? Right? Corporate actor, corporate actor, um, commercial entity, commercial entity, commercial entity. Look at all these commercial entities uh, molesting your government. Sovereign. Do you think that you have the authority over these commercial entities? Or how about the state Supreme Court? Do you have sovereignty over the state Supreme Court, people of Colorado? Yes, you do, by the way. Independent state. Is it independent for Colorado, which is a state, to be hemmed up by these stupid constitutional questions? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Right here, 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment is what? It's part of the uh, U.S. Constitution. The U.S. Constitution is the U.S. Constitution. The U.S. Constitution is not the Colorado Constitution. How can Colorado be independent if Colorado's state Supreme Court is taking questions entertaining a provision in the United States Court or United States Constitution? Do you recognize that Colorado courts are supposed to use the fundamental law in Colorado, which is the Colorado Constitution? And further, the Colorado people of Colorado have the right to alter and abolish their constitution and form of government whenever, whenever, at any time, they may deem it necessary. That means it's by your discretion. Do you think that it's necessary to do this? Or do you not think it's necessary to do this? Necessary. If something's necessary, it trumps the law. Hey, uh, State Supreme Court, we've got a bunch of commercial actors in our courts, where are you at? We've got a bunch of commercial actors in our courts hemming you guys up with provisions from the U.S. Constitution. We want you guys to stop it now. Do you guys have that authority? Do you guys have that power? Is it necessary to do that? To their safety and happiness, provided such change be not repugnant to the U.S. Constitution. How can something be repugnant to the U.S. Constitution Whenever a state constitution is going to say, you know what, we got to give the guy due process of law. The guy's never been convicted of the crime. Now here, because Colorado's, um, uh, what's it called, uh, constitution says here, Article 2, Section 5, all elections, all elections, all elections, right, shall be free and open. Do you know that what these guys are arguing here? These guys right here are arguing that there's a such thing as a federal election that can then go and manipulate and tell the states how to run their elections. Whether it's the cheap machines, whether it's the mail-in ballots or whatever. Do you recognize this is a very distinct thing? The Colorado Constitution is not the U.S. Constitution. The U.S. Constitution is not the Colorado Constitution. So when the Colorado Constitution says all elections shall be free and open and no power, civil or military, shall at any time interfere to prevent the free exercise of the right of suffrage, which is to vote, this means that no power, civil or military, well, what's a civil power? U.S. Constitution. U.S. Constitution cannot interfere with elections in Colorado. So what's the issue? The issue is these stupid commercial actors have sued in court, right? Remember, you go all the way down to their 67-page petition. They're just submitting paperwork, folks. These are commercial actors, right? Eric Olson, attorney. He's registered. His number is 36414. So he's a, there's your bar attorney. Here's Murray, LLC, commercial actor. KBN Law, commercial actor. Tyranny Law Styles, LLC, commercial actor. So these commercial actors, as part of CREW, the concerned, uh, what's it, ethics, what, what was it called again? Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. A bunch of stupid attorneys got together, uh, yoked up, and then sued the state of Colorado to take Trump off the ballot. 
and this and the Colorado State Supreme Court listened to him. This was filed November 20, 2023. They listened to him and they took his name off the ballot. Why? Because they think this thing right here has more power than this thing right here. These people think that the Colorado Constitution is subordinate to the U.S. Constitution. But they're not even engaging. They're not even identifying the fact that President Trump has never been convicted of being an insurrectionist. And what's frustrating to me is that if attorneys, if if people don't make these things, if, if people don't give judicial notice to judges, the judges aren't supposed to know anything unless they're given notice. Except the rights of people. Let me, okay, so now we'll get into our drawing and we'll be quick on this. Let's get into our drawing. Here's your blank sheet of paper. What we want to do is write verse entities. Right? Rights verse entities. We're going to start with the gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus. The rock rolls out of the way. Jesus comes out and he gives the great commission. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. He says, all power in heaven and earth are given to me. Therefore, go. When Jesus says go, what did he say? He says, go. There's your commission. Now, people right here. These are people. Boom, 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 boom. Right? People have all political power. Right? These are people. Now these people have their power, right? Whenever you go to rights, a definition of rights is power of free action, right? So Jesus comes out, gives the Great Commission, says go. People have all political power, rights of free action. If you want to learn more here, you can go to my uh, teacher in the law, Dave Cares For You, Real Dave Cares For You on Twitter, right? Now these people, these founders, the founders equal Christians. The founders were Christians. So because they were Christians, they reserved to themselves their rights. These rights include life, liberty, property, can't spell, but also free and open elections, right? These are reserved to the people. Amen. Then the founders created a big fat wall, impenetrable wall. Then they created what? The constitution. This constitution is an express public trust, right? And every state constitution has the same frame of government where they've got a legislative branch, a judicial branch, or excuse me, I should have said executive there, but whatever, executive and judicial branch, right? So this is your frame of government. Now this is, this is just the US constitution. It's the same thing for Colorado, Colorado. So now, instead of thinking about this and saying U.S. Constitution, we're now going to say everything that we're going to follow is Colorado. So Colorado has their Bill of Rights. How do we know that? Well, we just showed the uh, Bill of Rights right there. Article 2, Colorado Constitution, Bill of Rights. Article 2, Section what? 5, all elections shall be free and open. There's your right right there to have free and open elections in Colorado secured Article 2. Boom, done. Okay, so you've got those free. Uh, so you've got those rights that are reserved to you. Now, nothing here can derogate these. Nothing, nothing right of the wall can destroy or impair what's left of the wall. But what's happened is the Constitution in Colorado has a state legislature. This state legislature comes up with stupid statutes. Right? These stupid statutes are then allowing them to create entities. Entities. Right? And these created entities. Well, let's go back to America. We say crew. Where was crew? Where was crew formed? Hold on. Let's go back to crew. Where was crew formed? Uh, tax ID number whatever. Where was you founded? Um, Watchdog, blah, 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 blah. It's a counterweight, blah, 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 blah. Where are you at? History, founded, normized, and judicial watch. It's probably Virginia is my guess because all these people are out in Virginia. But let's go to let's type this in. What we got? We go here. 
we go here we type in your tax ID tax ID boom boom okay full filing oh stupid uh, where we want Washington Incorporated blah 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 K Street oh look at that K Street Washington DC so this thing's formed in DC which is actually better for us because it makes it it makes it so much more restrictive see article 1 section 8 clause 17 of the US Constitution but so these people created an entity right and they created an entity that they're now using to go into courts my camera's messed up where are you at camera Anyway, so you've got law schools that teach statute, rule, case law. They generate attorneys that then are members of the P they're members of a PMA called the Bar Association that then allow them to turn around and then do court cases for money. So all these commercial actors are members of a private membership of an organization that are now uh, organizing entities that come into states and go into their supreme courts, right? Supreme courts to do what? To file file petitions. To file petitions. Now the issue, and I'll I'll wrap up here. The issue is that you have an entity here, but you also have what? What did they file? Where did um, where'd this go? What they filed was this, right? Um, they filed petitioners, uh, Norma, these guys, right? This is your, these are your people that brought the case. The respondent appellee is Jenna Griswold in her official capacity of Colorado Secretary of State. So you recognize, uh, and then and then get this, and Colorado Republican State Committee, uh, Central Committee, and Donald J. Trump. These right here, right? These are not people. These are entities. This is Donald J. Trump as an entity. Donald J. Trump for president, Colorado Republican State Central Committee, and then General Griswold as a trustee of the Colorado Secretary of State. So you can imagine that if this woman right here is a godless commie, which in Colorado she probably is, she's not really considering herself adversarial or attacked by these people. She's probably complicit. She's probably, yeah, let's get Trump off the um, off the ballot. So now the person that is being sued, the Secretary of State, to take Donald Trump off the ballot is actually, uh, she's probably friendly to, the, to, to these people. But the intervenors, the appellees, the Colorado Republican State Central Committee and Donald John Trump, these people are entities. These, these appellees are entities. And when Donald J. Trump does what? When Donald John Trump gets Gessler Blue LLC and Dylan Law Group Incorporated, he is using entities to defend him. And do you think that these entities defend his rights? Or do you think that they go by stupid statute and argue case law and rules and all this, cut, all this stuff? So you've got this court case, right? We'll just call this the ballot case ballot case Colorado ballot case and we're going to make it big right Colorado ballot case on this side you have crew led by people who aren't Christians we'll just leave it at that these guys who aren't Christians are suing the secretary of state who's probably a godless commie and probably doesn't really care that she's being sued. She's probably gonna be like, oh, I have to be in my official capacity, right? So you've got entity versus trustee. And then down here, you have these other people. You've got, what was it? The, uh, what was you called? Uh, Colorado Republican State Central Committee. So GOP as a committee. And then you got Donald John Trump, right? Donald John Trump has then turned himself over to attorneys. So his attorneys are now representing him. You've got attorneys representing the GOP as an entity. Then you've got a trustee. Then you've got these people. 
there are no people with rights involved. None. Trump has the opportunity, but whenever he gives himself over to attorneys, what do the attorneys argue? Statutes, rules, and case law. So the attorneys are going to get their money, and they're going to argue statutes, rules, and case law. So Trump is not going to be exercising his rights, so he's going to be arguing statutes, rules, and case law. Which is why the Supreme Court, whenever they took this up, they said the 14th Amendment, Section 3, applies. But yet this guy, Donald J. Trump, as one of the people, has never been been convicted. So this guy's rights of due process are his constitutional due process, Trump's constitutional due process of law is literally being violated by this entire case. Because the 14th Amendment, arguing this, presumes guilt. Donald John Trump signs the affidavit to the Colorado Supreme Court says, I swear I've never been convicted of insurrection. Boom. Why? Because the case can't stand. The case can't stand because it's presuming he's guilty. But yet no one will tell the judges that. No one will tell the Supreme Court justices that. They'll argue the stupid statutes. They'll argue case law. They'll argue, well, here's the rules of the court. If it pleases the court, I pray to the court. When you hear an attorney say that, it's one of the most stupidest things in the world. I, if it pleases the court, and may it please the court, I pray to the court. I don't pray to no stupid court. These people are trustees. They work for you. They swore an oath of the Constitution. They are your servants. You need to treat them like they are your servants. You need to tell them the law and then demand that they do their job. What you don't do is you don't say, oh crap, something bad's happening. Hey attorney, can you go not argue my rights and argue stupid statutes and rules and case law for me? I'm not one that believes that the military is in control. I don't believe in the super uber duper make a super uber Q driven plan to save America. I know that Q was originally about teaching people to think for themselves and get outside of the program narrative. Not doubting that one bit. I also know that it has now been completely monetized by people that are always about, you know, let's see what happens next. No, let's not see what happens next. Let's do something. Let's take action. Let's return to the fundamentals. Let's, let's walk with Jesus and build our bloodlines, restore our nation, and get back to truth, proving all things. Not just using conspiracy, not just using probability or conjecture or, or political narratives that you would prefer be true, but you don't actually know are true, to stand as truth. Because these people, these godless commies, this dude right here, Norm Eisen, where are you at? Norm Eisen, this guy right here, this dude hates Jesus. That guy hates America. That guy has destabilized multiple nations in Europe and around the world in color revolutions. He wrote the book on how to do it, and now he's the guy running the petition to get Trump off the ballot. And if your intellectual curiosity does not go beyond grab the popcorn and let's sit back and wait, or if it doesn't go beyond, well, we got to be a state national and reclaim our freedom. Or if it doesn't go beyond, well, Trump is going to figure it out and we'll just vote harder. Or if it doesn't go beyond, we need to get involved with our politics and say Republican Party is good for America and the Democrats are destroying the country. This is stupid. This is dumb. This is dangerous thinking. Because while the borders are open under the lawless regime, many people are complaining very well about these things. They are doing a lot of things complaining about them, but they're not showing what the law says. Now, I want to address that real fast, and then we'll get to the gospel. People will say, because, you know, just the way that we've been taught, okay, Jaren, if you know everything, just write the piece of paper and solve all the world's problems. Solve all the world's problems. First of all, Jesus 
didn't solve all the world's problems. He solved the problem of sin. He said, here's your salvation from sin. And that's what he's going to accomplish. So if God Almighty said, here's what I'm going to accomplish, and then you guys go do stuff, what does that suggest to you? Does that suggest that the problems of the world are a, away from just being done? Does it suggest to you that the God that actually is God and that actually exists just does a and does away with all problems? Or is the God in heaven on high a God that says, walk with me, look to me, you know, be in the pain, endure through things with me? He wants us to participate with him. Now let's get back to the worldly perspective. When I say something, it's going to go through your ears. It's going to rattle down into your heart. It's going to compete with your philosophies. It's going to compete with your experiences. But ultimately, it's going to tug at your heart. Maybe, maybe not. If it goes at your heart, now I'm striking at your convictions. I'm striking at the heart of what you want. So whenever you hear what I say and you say, well, just write that piece of paper and let's, let's just all do, do the thing. That's not actually changing your heart. That's you saying, okay, let's just let's just avoid the pain. Let's just change the things. Let's just do the stuff. No, no, no. You need to know you are here because of how we've walked. We are where we are because of what we have done. We don't get out of that without first recognizing that was wrong. We don't want to do it ever again. What do we have to do that's right? And what you have to do that's right is an unlearning, a rejection of what we've been through and what we've done. This is going to cost you time. This is going to cost you comfort. This is going to hurt a lot of people because a lot of people won't just let go of, of what they think they know. They won't let go of their experiences. And here's the other thing. Because let's say that you do have that because there are people that will actually repent. Let's say that you do that. Now you're waiting on the Lord. Because show me anything in life that is God honoring, that is push button get remedy push button everything happens that 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 is not the world we live in the reason why remedy is always a broad diffusion of knowledge is that as you say these words as you say the truth you've studied the show yourself approved you say the truth and what it is the truth will then com conflict it will combat it will fight the other person's convictions now if the other person is hard-hearted just move on if the person is a government actor, now you have to build up everybody else to know that what they're doing is wrong. See, what I've tried to do is I've tried to show you in the writing where this was wrong. Not just saying, well, this is wrong. This is election interference. No, this is not election interference. This is freaking treason is what this is. This is absolute treason is what this is. But using that word even has a Q-tastic notion to it where everyone's like oh Gitmo they're going to be doing all this other kind of oh, no you need two witnesses to the same overt act to convict in treason you also need courts that freaking understand the law that look back to what the, the foundational documents say and that's probably just where I come off uh, to, to, to my detractors as someone who's you know doesn't know is here's what the words say and people aren't doing them which means we have to say what the words say so that other people believe that those are the words that need to be said and believed, and then they do it. If ultimately it comes down to the fact that if you believe something, it should change the way that you behave. If you don't believe it, then you don't live it. Which then gets me to the gospel. Folks, if you hear the gospel, but you don't walk with Jesus, if you don't believe in, in Jesus, if you don't follow him, read his Bible, do what he says, is it really of any benefit to you? Do you really know him? The scariest part in the Bible, in my opinion, is Matthew 7, towards the latter end. Jesus is talking about men and women that will come to him on that day. Many will come to me on that day and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do good works in your name? Did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Now think about that. If you're casting out demons, if you're prophesying, and you're doing good works. Jesus still looked at him and said, Be gone from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. 
He's not saying, I knew you once and then we departed. He's saying he never knew them because they work lawlessness. They work sin. They practice it. It is who they are. It is part of them. But yet these people were saying that they were prophesying and casting out demons and doing good works. Folks, that means that you can do good works, cast out demons, and prophesy and still not know Jesus. Because you're not believing the gospel. When you believe the gospel, you're going to hear it. You will obey it and you will participate with him. You will confess your sins. You will repent of them. You will be baptized in his name. When you do this, you are now saying to the world and to him, to everybody, I'm with Christ and I'm going to follow him. Repentance is immediate. And God is so good that whenever you repent of your sin, he forgives it. And he forgets it. I don't do that. I am not. I am not that good. I. I keep. <laughs> I, I get frustrated. I, I remember when people do me wrong. Um, it's sometimes it's hard for me to give grace when even when someone's apologizing. But I'm not the standard. Jesus is the standard, and we know that through the Bible. Friends, if if you don't believe the gospel, America doesn't matter. Um, you know, none of this stuff that we've covered today matters. The only thing that matters is believing the gospel and faithfully following Jesus. This world is in a bad spot. We are in a bad spot. The goodness, though, is that Christ is on the throne, and He told us what to do, and He gave us a book to make sure that we don't get lost. Believe the gospel, follow him. Amen. Appreciate your time. Uh, Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget the patriotswitch.com slash Jaren uh, option. Uh, Lord willing, we'll be back. No, not, well, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Just stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Until next time, uh, I am Jaren Jackson. I do love America. Do not quit. Go to war.